Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Need a place to talk sports? You've come to the right place. CBS Sports Radio. Live from Milwaukee, it's Bart Winkler. CBS Sports Radio, I am Bart Winkler. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS. And with uh, Ryan Poles speaking today, for the uh, Chicago Bears, the general manager, he uh, has the number one pick again. He's got the number one pick again, and they want to do right by Justin Fields. They want to do right by him. They know that you don't like to live in the gray, so maybe, just maybe, we'll see a trade before free agency period starts, which is in a couple of weeks. I don't, I don't know that they do that. I think that would be a mistake. Trading Justin Fields now... I think would be a mistake. Yeah, I think it would be a big mistake. Now that's unfair to Justin Fields. Is that unfair? You want to do right by him, and then you go on the you go into the media and say that. So now we're all going to expect him to be traded. But the whole reason—well, not the whole reason, but a part of the reason that um, that number one pick could command so much is that people believe. People believe you will, you don't need it. People believe that the number one pick is something that you are willing to trade because you've got what you want at that position already. And if you take that out of the equation, well, then why are you going to trade the number one pick? I guess you could still trade Justin Fields now, settle that, have the number one pick, and then make it truly about Caleb Williams. And then other people could be like, oh, I'm interested in Caleb Williams. Then you could trade down with Washington, get more picks, get Drake May or Jaden Daniels. I guess that would be the thing to do if you didn't think Caleb Williams was your number one guy. But are you going to know that in the next two weeks? Do you know it now? Is there nothing that you're going to learn in the next couple of weeks? Are there interviews that you're not going to have? I would... I would keep every option on the table until I had to. I would keep every option on the table 
until draft night. I don't know why you would do anything separate. And I know Justin Fields is having, I mean, this sucks for him. This, this sucks. Your life is in limbo for two months. You're in a place you like. Your teammates like you. You don't want to be traded. And if you're going to be traded, you just want to know, like, where am I going to live next? But I think he's just got to embrace that because it's in the Bears' best interest to keep all options on the table. I I would need to be, if anybody wants to take a stab at it, I would need to be convinced about why it benefits the Bears to trade Justin Fields before the draft, other than what sometimes I get as an answer is, well, it shows that you do right by the player, and then it might, you know, people will realize you're a good organization to deal with. And and I got to tell you, I don't think that that matters. I, I, I hear that all the time about, oh, you got to do right by this player because, you know, I, I don't think that free – there's there's so many – there's things that happen in the moment, like a baseball guy didn't give this guy 10 years of service or or this happened in basketball. They didn't sign this guy. Oh, no, he missed out on his pension or something like that. And then we say, well, you know, other free agents are going to look at that in the future and say that I don't want to deal with them. And then and then free agency comes and we totally forget that it ever happened. I couldn't even think of an example to give you. And I know I've had this conversation a lot of times. So. I don't think that that is a reason. I think it just eliminates their negotiating power a little bit. And so with Justin Fields, I would say that him on Atlanta, I feel like him on Atlanta would do better than him in Pittsburgh. But other than that, Shep, I don't know that there is a an obvious answer to what quarterback could you pair with a team that needs a quarterback and all of a sudden be like, all right, that team is a contender. I don't know that there is one. Right. I'm trying to think, is there anyone, you know, recently, like, that stepped away? Like, I, I always felt like Matt Ryan had a little more left to give. Um, he would be my wild card. I know he was So we got to go, like, outside the box. We got to go really outside the box. I'm trying, like, obviously, you know, the Cam Newtons of the world, but he really lost all his arm strength. Uh, you know, I'm just, I'm th- yeah, there's really, you know, I- I'm surprised you're so big on Caleb Williams having more upside than Justin Fields. That that's my big takeaway from the last 20 minutes from you. Um well, I think that we kind of know what Justin Fields is. It's been 4 years, 3 years. It's been 3 and uh, Matt Eberflus has been his coach for the majority of those years and Matt Eberflus is not going to ever be mistaken for Bill Walsh. All right, so the way I look at it is does Justin Fields ever have the realistic ability of being Patrick Mahomes. I don't think so. How many how many quarterbacks in the history of football? No, 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 but what I think right. is that <laughs> I think that that Caleb Williams has more of a chance to be that than Justin Fields. But that but that's a lot of that has to do with just like you know, risk and whatever, like this is a guy who hasn't played in the league yet, so the ceiling could be anywhere. There's just there's more outcomes and, where yep. he can get closer to that. So that's where I look at that, and I'm convinced that he's going to go number one no matter what. At Texas Tech, did Patrick Mahomes in five of six weeks lose, and not just lose to powerhouses, but lose to mediocre teams, and in the bowl game, when he did not play, did all of a sudden his team instantly get better? Because that's what we're looking at with the potential number one yeah, overall Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping the bowl game out of this. I don't think those are... 
real game. Okay, so. then, then let's talk about the stretch. But in your the other this, point, I think, is valid. Right, let's talk about the stretch in the middle of this junior year where clearly you saw an immense lack of maturity. You saw a quarterback that oftentimes quit, and when things went wrong, he sulked. I don't because because I never saw that from Texas Tech when it came to Patrick Mahomes. When I watched uh, Caleb Williams at USC, when I sat down to specifically watch him, I was never blown away. But also, these guys aren't just looking at that tape; they're looking at they're looking at what potential they could have. So I'm not. I, I mean, maybe maybe to throw Patrick Mahomes into this is is wrong. It's I think I do anyone. that because right. yeah, right. I think I do that because the Bears. Missed on Patrick Mahomes. Because, well, Bart, I, I will tell you this much. I mean, I, I listen, I, I, I was wrong about Caleb Williams. I didn't see the immaturity from him his sophomore year. I saw it big time his junior year. Now, here's the thing. I think of a guy like Cam Newton and what he did at Auburn. And Cam Newton was more talented in college than Caleb Williams ever was. And we saw the potential and the ceiling, ultimately, of Cam Newton in 2015. You remember that, obviously. But what we also saw was when things got tough for Cam, he completely sulked and he quit. And he was never the same after losing that Super Bowl, after failing to fall in the football. And so I see a lot of Cam and Caleb. Mm. Yeah, I I think a lot of people uh, might echo that. I think that with the Bears, I got to just make sure that I believe that I – I think I think they have a better shot with Caleb than they do with Justin. I think that they okay as a quarterback because because they they screw up quarterbacks right. The all, fields they all, need all of them. All they of need them. fields needs a different. He can be very good. He can be the potential. Not in Chicago. He needs I mean, I know they co- like but he him. Needs another coach. It's not. It's not the Chicago thing. It's 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 Ibrahim saying it. Yeah, new coach. I agree with you. I think that that would have been. Um, something that made more sense. I also think that part of the reason this is such a tough situation is if you keep fields and then you do trade the pick once or twice, what can you immediately get out of that? And then suddenly you're much better and ready to contend and you'll ask fields to do less. So I just, there's a lot to it. And I think that, you know, we're going to talk a lot about this. We're going to talk a lot about this. We have talked a lot about this. And I don't think that we're going to get to a point where it's like, okay, let's talk about something else. Because this decision this decision is going to affect 59 other decisions. This decision's huge. So if they do trade him, I wonder what his best landing spot would be. I would put Atlanta over Pittsburgh. And I also, Shep, put... Like, if I'm a team and I get Russell Wilson, if I get the alert that I get Russell Wilson, I'm going to be like, yeah, all right, let's hope he has something. If I get the alert that I get Justin Fields, I'm like, whoa, okay. And I, you know, I, I feel better as a Steelers fan. I feel better as a Commanders fan. I feel better as a Falcons fan. Whatever the case may be, I feel better if I get Justin Fields. So I, I would think Justin Fields on another team – could make a playoff thing happen. Unfortunately, it just doesn't look like it's going to happen for the Bears. 855-212-4227. Do you have something there? No, I I, I, agree, I agree with you on that. It doesn't look like they're going to be able to figure it out. But Bart, to me, it says all you need to know about Ryan Poles and the state of that organization, that they had all these great head coaches available, and they elected to stick with someone that's mediocre at best in Matt Eberflus. 
I, I feel bad for Chicago sports fans. They deserve better than this. And what they're saying is we're just going to run it back and hope something changes, not go with something that is a constant and a proven in the head coaches that were available that are not going to be coaching in 2024. Well, and they have a new OC, but when you get a new OC, I mean, you, you wanted a new coach. Right, right. So you're like fake excited for the new OC because what you wanted was the new coach. Let's talk to some of you guys, 855-212-4227. Tom is in Chicago. Hey, Tom. Hello, how are you guys doing? No. Yes. So um, just regarding the whole Caleb Williams-Justin Fields thing, if I could touch on that for a second. Yeah. Yeah, so last year as a Bears fan, huge Bears fan, you know, we had number one pick. I kind of wanted to move on from Fields. The thing was, you know, after the pick was traded, they were, we were kind of told as Bears fans, hey, you know, we'll give Fields another year, and by the end of next year, you, we'll know what we have. You know, we'll know what we have to do going forward. It's been a full other season, and, and we're in the same situation we were in last year with a better QB class, arguably. Obviously, C.J. Stroud, you know, showed, you know, I mean, put up a historic rookie year, but just in general as prospect, it's probably a better class this year. I just don't see how they do that again and give them a fourth year, um, you know, when we have our pick of the litter again. The chances that we got that first pick in the first place, the Texans kind of bailed us out to give us that first pick a couple years ago. And then, you know, I don't think anyone expected Carolina to be that bad last year, you know. So I, I just don't see how they, you know, we're in the same exact situation with Fields again and saying, oh, let's give him another year. It can't get worse. Let's give him more weapons. You know, we have the chance to restart the clock with our pick of the litter in a pretty good class. So I, I trust Poles, you know, hopefully to um, keep that first pick and, and take his pick of the litter. Yeah, that's a really good uh, and interesting point, Tom, is that thanks for the call, is that you could have a franchise that has the number one pick two years in a row with Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Jaden Daniels, Caleb Williams, Drake May, all for the taking, and they end up with Justin Fields, and they pass on the number one pick twice? I just don't see it happening. And now he's talking about, oh, we want to do right by him. So, yeah, I think a lot of people are going to look at that and say, oh, that means that they're trading him. I still feel like, you know, the Peter King article did throw me for a little bit of a wrench because very connected, very trusted guy saying that, oh, there is a scenario where the Bears trade from one to two and then two to eight and then get all this stuff and still have Justin Fields. I think that when you have the number one pick the first time and don't use it, well, maybe, maybe like if you jump off a, if you jump off a cliff once, you're like, hey, that was a risk. But I know how to do it now. I'll do it again. I didn't take a guy at number one. Wow, that was scary. But fine. I'll do it again. It's a big decision. And it's going to affect so many other teams. And we're going to look back at this for a long time, just like we look back at the Mahomes, Trubisky, uh, Deshaun Watson year. And how many different things have happened because of where those guys were picked. But then there's the question, like, what if they were picked in different spots? What if Mahomes was taken by the Chicago Bears? There's no guarantee he's Patrick Mahomes. What if Justin Fields taken by a different team all those years ago? He's the Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Deshaun, yeah, Deshaun Watson, Justin Fields, any of them. What if Justin Fields was taken by the Jets or Jacksonville? 
the year that they took Lawrence and Wilson. I, well, I, maybe it's better. Lots at play here. Justin is in Georgia. Justin. What's going on, Bart? What's up, Shep? Hey. What's up, Justin? So, uh, I mean, I think Chicago can change the trajectory of where they're going with this draft. And what they need to do, in my opinion, is either trade down two or three spots. You can still get Marvin Harrison. You can get the best offensive lineman at number nine available. And and just reshape this team. Because I think Justin Fields is a great quarterback. I, I don't want him here in Atlanta. Atlanta is much further away than just a quarterback. Um, people talked about this defense and how great they were this year. Look at the level of competition. I mean, Dobbs signed on Sunday morning and walked in here, didn't know everybody's name, and beat us. I mean, it was a joke. <laughs> yeah. The, the the our defense in Atlanta, we still need another safety. We need enough another wide receiver. We needed more defensive linemen, offensive linemen. Um, the list goes on. But I think they they should just keep field. That's that's what I would do if it was me. And I don't, what do you think? I mean, I know what you think, but I feel like like Shep was saying, Caleb, the maturity. It, 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 I think Justin is much more mature than him, and I think if if you invest in him and you show that this is what we want to do, and you get Marvin Harrison, you trade down a couple of spots, maybe still get Marvin, you get more picks, you sure up your defense, get some more weapons, whatever it is, whatever they need, I'm not sure, and you could, and then if this season is a wash or something doesn't happen, then you fire the head coach and you get somebody else. Well, Justin, thanks for the call. I think that they need to, in Chicago, work out every situation and every variable because you go back and forth a little bit. It's like, well, take the number one guy, okay? But if you trade that pick, think of all the things you can get around Justin Fields. But it's not equal when the finances kick in because you got to get this guy's fifth-year option, so that's $25 million, and then are, then you're committed to him. So then what are we doing? Are we paying him? Are we skipping on the number one pick last year and this year and then paying this guy $45 bucks? Is that what we're doing? But the team around him would be better because you would have more resources and more picks, picks that could maybe make less money. But if you have Caleb Williams, you've got a guy that's starting from scratch on the salary, and then you can bolster the rest of your team maybe through free agency as well. That it's like it looks like it's an either or, but it's not because there's different pros and cons that come with each guy. I don't think that I have. Are you like this? I, I don't think, Chef, that I have been as excited and curious about how a draft's going to go than this one. There's just so many things that could happen. I hope nothing gets spoiled. I don't want to see any trades beforehand. I want to watch that that night do the show and be stunned with everybody. I think it's, I'm really looking forward to it. I think there's so much that can happen and so much that can come into play. 855-212-4227. Talk more on this. It is kind of the big talking point out of the combine. There's other teams that are saying different things about different guys, guys that you're like, why would they leave? Talk about that a little bit too. I'm Bart Winkler. Chef's here. More coming up. CBS Sports Radio.
It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Whether free agency or the draft, you're looking to continue to infuse talent and, and different skill sets into that room. Um, but no, feel feel good about what those guys were able to do, and, and more importantly, hopefully, what we can build on from there. Uh, specifically with Ty, towards the end of the season, I thought uh, seeing him really come on there and, and, and kind of uh, really start to start to assert himself was a real positive for our team. It's the Bart Winkler Show, heard nighttime and nationwide Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio, I'm Bart Winkler. David Shepard's here. Marco on the updates. Another one coming up momentarily. Busy night in the NBA. We'll catch you up on some buzzer beaters, some really good defense, some uh, big performances. We'll get you all caught up on that as we do every hour that was um, Vikings head coach Kevin O'Connell talking about the young guys that he likes. I, I still think Justin Jefferson is a young guy. They got to figure out what they're going to do with him. I don't like seeing these uh, reports that Justin Jefferson, they're not working something out with him. If you have Justin Jefferson and you're the Vikings, work something out with him. Yeah, you might have to pay him a bunch of money. Well, I think that that is fine. You have... Justin Jefferson, he's kind of as good as it gets in the league. Uh, you did replace Stephon Diggs, right? You kind of, you kind of did it. You replaced Stephon Diggs with, with Jefferson. Um, but you need him. The other receivers, who else you got? Jordan Addison. All right, that was a good pick. But he's, I don't, is he a number one? Jalen Naylor, Nikhil Harry. He's got uh, the $19 million uh, that he'll make this year, and then you know he, he could hold out if he wants. They can do an extension if they want. He's going to be a free agent next year otherwise. But you gotta, I think you got to figure it out with him. I think that you got to build around him. You also need to know who your quarterback is going to be. If it's not going to be Kirk Cousins, who will it be? But if I'm, if I'm in charge of the Vikings, I'm, I'm finding a way to keep Justin Jefferson in that facility. The other guy who is getting asked about is Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams was traded from the Packers to the Raiders. Devontae Adams, I don't know what he wants, and I don't think he knows what he wants. When he was with Green Bay, I think Aaron Rodgers convinced them that being traded would be cool. And so they did the last dance together, and Devontae got traded, and then Rodgers didn't. Then he eventually did, but Devontae went to the Raiders playing closer to home. Um, That was the whole allure of that, playing with his college teammate, Derek Carr, which only lasted a year. And so now he's probably like, oh, I want to get traded again. I just, I feel like he's somebody who always looks for greener grass. And so that's why there's some rumblings around Devontae Adams, even though he's one of the guys, him and Max Crosby, the strongest, that stood up for Antonio Pierce to get that guy hired there. I don't think Justin Jefferson moves. I don't think Devontae Adams moves. I think it's more likely Justin Jefferson does. But I don't think that either does at this point. 855-212-4227. Sergio is in D.C. Hey, Sergio. How you doing? Good. What's up? Um, Just real quick. I just feel like the commanders should trade up and get Justin Fields because he's everything that they need. They still have a decent ride receiver core. They still have a 
mediocre, okay offensive line, and he got weapons that he can use compared to the Bears, I guess. You know what I'm saying? But I just feel like if they was to trade up and get him, Justin Fields would be able to do a whole lot more and a whole lot better than what he's doing with Chicago. So with the commanders, you'd rather see Justin Fields than any of these rookies? Absolutely. Because if you think about it, Washington has been trading up. Well, not trading up, but they've been trying to get a different quarterback every single year. It's gone from the the same results. So why not go get the type of quarterback that you want, somebody that can run, that's mobile, he's yeah. versatile, you know what I'm saying? Like, he can do it all. It'll be like having RG3 all over yeah, um, let me take a look at the commanders here, Sergio. Thanks for the call. You know, I'm trying to, like, set up a a new studio, and I'm, like, so worried about the equipment and and making it sound good. Sound better than that. But then we we have so many phone calls on the air that it sounds like it sounds like they have, like, a, a version of a phone before the phone was invented. <laughs> it's like they're <laughs> thanks for the. Thanks for the Catholic Church laugh there when a priest tells a joke. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I like that. Uh, 855-212-4227. Larry's in Cleveland. The Cleve. What's up? How you doing, sir? Thank you for having me uh, on the show. Uh, I'd like to say, man, I was Chicago. I keep pills. Get Marvin Harrison because they connect. But most of all, if they can remove pills, pills could be a good fit in Minnesota. Or the Raiders. Well, Minnesota, I don't see happening being in the same division, but well, we can put the Raiders into the mix. Raiders, Raiders, and also, uh, you know, you got to go. And I'm going to tell you another thing. I'm going to keep it hot. Don't be surprised the owner for the Dallas Cowboys put his hands in there, too, because they are tired of Prescott down there. They went to him, and he, he disappointed Big time. Don't be surprised. They make a change there, too, because Dallas deserve a lot of um, push, and uh, they got a lot of talent down there. And also, too, the Browns, man. Watch out for the Browns because Deshaun gets hot. He got the office coordinator. And we get Evans or, or a gamer, Adams, or one of them. We need a gamer, and uh, we can have a complete team. Most of all, man, look what the Cavs did. You know, uh, we, got, we got good chemistry. We just you guys to have closes, you know, and um, also too, LeBron gonna come back next year because uh, uh, LA don't want him. <laughs> He's coming back again. Yes, sir. Hey, for a third time. because he doing it for his son. He do it for the son. Hey, you hey, can see that. Hey, Bartlett, I'll tell you this much: if LeBron comes back for a third time, he's gonna find a way to leave for a third time. Just be clear oh! about that. I'm not even. I'm not even. I'm not even kidding. I'm not and even kidding. And then his kid, then he's gonna. His kid's gonna leave too. Yeah, I know. That's no, gonna count that as a fourth time. His legacy. He's, he's trying to leave a legacy, but he. One thing he got is money. He got the title, but you know what? You ain't got no statue. You you're not up there wrestling with all with Kobe when they made a statement, made a statement, and put Kobe's statue up there. Told LeBron, you're not to go. Don't you know he's gonna run up out of there? But he couldn't because there's money there. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, but I'm going to tell you, man, Cleveland is going to get back hot. reason why, we humble, hungry, and we got and, and we got resilience in us, man. And uh, the NFL is going to be great this year because everything will be switched over. Kansas City, a great team. You know what they did? They exposed that 
the little man can win. We don't need no big time receivers no more. Yeah. It's all about the quarterback, and we need a good running back. We well, Deshaun Watson, it's just, I'm not high on Cleveland except for the whole Deshaun Watson part of it. Yeah, I know, but man, we, well, happened? Nick Chubb went down, man. Too man, that's another thing. We got a lot. We need another yeah. uh, backup animal like uh, Nick Chubb, a Cherry, or or, or Good Barkley. We need somebody hot. We got legs, and then also too, we losing all our running backs. So we got to start supporting our running backs because without the running backs, the quarterback's gonna be doomed. I'm gonna tell you, simple man. Thank you all yourself. Hey, Larry. That, I mean, talk about a guy with pride who puts it on for his city. Larry Cullen from Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, let's get to Matthew. He's in Albuquerque. Matthew. Hey, Shep. Shep's here. I'm I'm Bart also. <laughs> oh, hey, Bart. I'm just kidding. Uh, so just a couple oh. of points for you. Um, number one, uh, Bill Belichick, uh, most overrated coach in history, uh, got fired in Cleveland, lucked out with Tom Brady, didn't do anything after Tom Brady. Uh, so just to put that out there. And then number two, do you think uh, – what do you think the chances are of the Broncos acquiring Justin Fields? Yeah, the Broncos, uh, Matthew, thanks for the call. I, I suppose they could be in the mix too because if we assume that Russell Wilson is going to be gone, then what are they going to do? What are the Broncos going to do? I mean, are they going to – get a Jacoby Brissett kind of guy. I mean, you're not starting Jared Stidham. That's not happening. Yeah. There's a, I think there's a lot of teams. If your team is in need of a quarterback, you could, you could see Justin Fields playing for that team. Um, I got a, I got the odds here. I'm getting so choked up thinking about thinking about Justin Fields having to pack up and leave. Um, these are the odds about where he's going to play. I'll give you the percentage chance about where he's going to play. Uh, There's just one random sports book, whatever. 28% chance that they, they think he's going to play with Atlanta. 25% chance think he's going to be with the Steelers. 16% chance the Raiders. Bears come in at 10, Tampa Bay at 9. I think they're pretty committed to Baker, but something to watch. Denver at 7, and then the Patriots and the Commanders both at 5, and then a mystery team at at 12. All those teams I mentioned, that's eight of them. That's a, that's a fourth of the league. I would think he would be on one of those teams. But could there be another team that, you know, decides to shake things up a little bit? I don't even know what team that could be. What what surprise team could come in and get Justin Fields? I uh, I'm I'm trying to like really think outside the box. Like the Rams, uh, if they think Stafford's retiring soon, the, the I mean I I don't I don't know the Titans. They seem like they're stuck in the mud. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. Saints? I don't know. 855-212-4227. Yeah, I like Bart's show. He's an opinionated host. He says, I don't know all the time. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. 
is the Bart Winkler Show. Listen Monday through Friday, nighttime and nationwide, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern on CBS Sports Radio. The Defensive Player of the Week is brought to you by the Navy Federal Credit Union, probably serving the Armed Forces DOD veterans and their families. Their members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. I hate to be the homer, but I'm going to give it to the Milwaukee Bucks tonight for their first half performance. Uh, the Bucks won 123 to 85. Okay, it's, it's a score you've seen in the NBA before. The uh, first half, the Hornets had 26 points total. 16 in the first quarter, 10 in the second. So I will give it up for the Milwaukee Bucks tonight. That, again, is your Defensive Player of the Week. Brought to you by the Navy Federal Credit Union. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. I had a tweet about some possible surprise teams for the services of Justin Fields. James says, maybe the Giants, maybe the Dolphins. There's some decisions that are going to have to be made. One, Tua extension, possibly. Two, Daniel Jones, get rid of, he's bad. So there could be some decisions that those teams have to make. Very excited for the draft. Um, I'll probably say that a bunch of times. It is still like two months away, but I'm very excited. The format uh, will be fun. I, I The format's fun. You get round one, and then you get to talk about it, and then teams get the whole day to think about round two and three, and then we all kind of like – the Saturday's not the same. Saturday used to be the draft. It was Saturday and Sunday. And Saturday, there were so many times the draft would start at 11, noon, and you get together with your buddies, have a big party, uh, get the keg, do a bracket, do a pool, do a game. I just that was a fun weekend. I I don't know. Uh, it was a fun weekend. But I was in college then, so it was just nice to have something to watch. I guess while we were doing the Saturday keg thing, anyway. But this format's fine too. The NBA is going to two nights, which I don't. I, don't, I mean, the NBA draft does take so long. It seems like it shouldn't take that long, but it does finish very late. So they're going to break it up into two nights. But what do we know about the second night? There's not going to be a lot of guys that we, the casual fan, know. I just, as long as as long as long it solves the problem of guys wearing the wrong hats, if they could solve that problem, they could do seven nights. They could do two weeks. Just figure that out. That's absurd. It's 2024. I get the parameters and the trade has to go through, but no other sport it makes it that hard. Figure it out. Chris is in Maryland. Hey, Chris. Hello there, Mr. Winkler. Um, first time calling. Um, George, speaking with you anyway. Um, oh, I've been waiting and waiting and waiting. Finally. Well, you, got, you got me with, believe it or not, you got me with the statement. You said, um, I'm the Bears. I'm waiting until the absolute last minute. I mean, I see no other reason why, but, but then you all, um, I, 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 um, I guess there's no, I mean, what the hell? I know Caleb, there's a juror. Do you believe Caleb Williams said I didn't, he didn't want to go to the bears, but he wanted to be picked first. Yeah. That, did that, was that something that got kind of got lost in translation or, or what? I have no that idea. Died down. 
I have no idea, but um, I, I, because I, I'm sitting here in commander territory, and um, they don't know which end is up necessarily, but we'll see with the new general manager. But it seems like to me you could play a lot of poker with you, the Bears, and um, and as well the Commanders. Um, and but you can't keep Fields and draft a quarterback, can you? I don't think so. I think that that is the one scenario that they can't do. Caleb would have a conniption or something with Justin Fields. What are they going to do? You know what I mean? They'd have to eventually trade him. I mean, they would battle it out, and then if Justin Fields wins that battle, you're like, well, then why did we draft? Why did we draft Williams? Well, yeah, well, we're, or we're, you know, Caleb's father's involved a lot, and he wants to make sure his best for his boy. He, well, could there be a I'm not going there scenario? You know what I mean? But anyway, which all right here? Let me get to that. I hate to speculate. So maybe maybe they don't give. Like, maybe they don't trade Fields on draft night. But I don't know that they do it as soon as free agency starts. I, I can't imagine when it's, I can't, if I'm the Bears, man, I think I could get a lot for him, and I'm waiting to the last minute, like you said. Um, I also, uh, do you, how do you rank the, these top three quarterbacks? Do you think they all are pretty well, the way the pundits have them, you know, with Williams, is he much better than Daniels and, um, uh, um, oh, for heaven's sake, May, Drake May? Yeah, I keep seeing it going Williams, May, Daniels. Right, but is, is Caleb that much better than the other two? I think they. I think he's got a higher ceiling. Okay, so that is not necessarily significant, I guess. And then um, out of those other three, or I'm sorry, two. I'll give you two: Bo Nix or McCarthy. Um, I would probably lean towards Bo Nix, but I would put Michael Penix over both. Yeah, I need somebody who can run. I know he's the best passer. I think. Okay, and is, um, one more thing, please, if I may. So I'm just getting to know you a little bit. What's your for which sport? I mean, do you, are you close to this too, or if that's a fair question? Oh, a little bit. Like we're on a first date here. Okay. Um, I love the NFL the most. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, I love college football a lot. Okay. Good. And I love the NBA. Okay. So okay. Good. And I think I hate baseball, but I know deep down I love it. That's okay. I love it. Okay, how about that? And I like soccer. That's okay. I'm not, well, that's cool. I like hockey. Um, but anyway, you don't have a hockey team in Milwaukee, correct? Well, we have a, we have an AHL team, but we don't have an NHL team yet. Gotcha. gotcha. Okay. And then the NBA, I'm picking the box. So I picked the box uh, back before to win, or at least come out of the East. What's going to stop them, if anything? Or make uh, and is it their defense that bad? You think or what? Well, it's been a lot better. Again, they were the defensive player of the week uh, for me, of course, which means nothing. But um, I'll answer, Chris. I, I'm almost okay. up against it, but good okay, to meet thank you. Thank you. Thank you very yeah, much. Good to talk to you, Chris. Look at that. Is some questions for me. That's very nice. I think that right now it's about an eight and a half game gap between the Celtics and the Bucks. If that gets closer. People will start thinking, oh, maybe the Bucks can do it. And then I think what's going to settle more people to take the Celtics would be the 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 answer will be depth. Um Doc Rivers and then people's just um affinity to love Jason Tatum. No matter what. Tony, one more call tonight. That will be Tony. Tony. Hey, what's up, bot? So hey. listen, 
have all the talent in the world, and sometimes it doesn't translate from college to pro. We've seen a lot of quarterbacks do that. My thing is, I don't think Caleb Williams is going to be mentally tough. He hasn't been, like, really battle-tested, man. His division or his conference, whatever the heck he played with USC, I don't think, me, myself, Justin Fields at least has proven he can play in the NFL. I don't think Caleb Williams is going to be mentally tough, man. If I look at all these quarterbacks down the draft, Michael Penix, I know he didn't play play well in that game, but that dude's tough, man. You got to be mentally tough. I don't think Caleb Williams got it, man. Well, I, I think really one don't. Thing, he's got all um, the talent in the world, but I yeah. don't think he's mentally tough, man. No, a lot of people, Tony, thanks for the call. A lot of people will point to that. The Bears gave some answers today about what their ideal quarterback could be. And they were talking about, we want someone who can finish on third down, finish in the fourth quarter. And Fields uh, hasn't been able to do that. I think, like, Fields couldn't have done anything this year to prevent the Bears from having this number one pick again. But he could have done some stuff to not give them the nine pick. He could have done some stuff to make this a tougher decision or maybe not a decision. I really think if they beat Green Bay in that final week, uh, then I think well, then I think the whole fan base rallies around fields. And that's another reason people suggest, well, why can't you have both? Have both. That's going to that's gonna separate the locker room from day one. There's been too many people in that locker room who have said, we want Justin Fields over Caleb Williams. Not even like, well, I'll take our, I'll take the guy we have over the guy we might, or I'll take this guy over that guy. Like, they've said the names. And so Williams would walk in if Fields was still there. If, if he's not there, everybody who said that is like, all right, this is our guy now. Number one pick. Let's let's see what he's got. Let's go. But if Fields is still there, then you're going to cause dissension. That's not going to work. And I can think of my Packers. Okay, sure. Rodgers came in when Favre was there. Love came in with, with Rodgers. But it wasn't so close in terms of what the talent was at the time. You needed three years for that thing to bake. These guys are too close. Whether you think about one thing or another, they're, they're too close for that. We're back tomorrow. Dave Smith is up next. 855-212-4227, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 